Hi, this is Mark Iskowitz, Editor-at-Large for MMM, and welcome to the MMM Podcast for the week of August 26, 2021. The erectile dysfunction category, launched in 1998 with the FDA approval of Viagra, is known for iconic drug brands and for raising awareness of a once taboo condition. In their heyday, products like Viagra and its cousins Cialis and Levitra made their marketers billions in revenue, and the problem of male impotence became a medical condition that's more socially acceptable to talk about. Over the ensuing decades, and with the help of a little mass media advertising, the idea that men of a certain age may need to take a pill to treat their impotence has become less of a stigma and more a normal part of aging. But this week, something happened that threatens to sever the drug industry's ties to the ED field, or at least disrupt it. 23 years after the first oral treatment for ED was given the official FDA stamp, comes the launch of Regimen, a digital therapy that's being positioned as an alternative to ED medications. According to the company, it's the world's first. Just this month, the startup raised $2.25 million in a seed round, and the digital therapeutic recently gained CE certification in Europe as a medical device. Groups like the UK's National Health Service have taken notice. This week on the podcast, the digital drug vying to replace Viagra. Here with us this week is Max Kirsting, co-founder of Regiment, to talk more about it. Max, welcome to the MMNM podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. Absolutely. We'll get to the interview with Max in just a second for some housekeeping items. DEI Deciphered, a conference about DEI, will be taking place September 23rd in NYC, and we're convening a range of stakeholders in a unique roundtable format to explore how industry can affect progress in diversity, equity, and inclusion. And you can register for that online at dei-deciphered.com. And finally, join us live or in person the evening of October 7th, the choice is yours, for the venerable MMM Awards Ceremony taking place downtown at our traditional venue, Cipriani Wall Street. We have an amazing evening in store, and you can register for that at uh, mmm-awards.com. Okay, back to the interview with Max. So Max, tell us about yourself and how you came up with the idea for Regimen. Thanks, Mark. Uh, I'm 34 years old, and the idea is pretty personal. 15 years ago, I had something that is called veno-occlusive dysfunction. It's a type of erectile dysfunction that you can conceptualize basically like a bathtub without a plug, but in the penis. So as soon as my body wanted to create an erection, it leaked out of, of this one vein. And it led to, to be honest, just a pretty severe erectile dysfunction at the age of 19. And it took me forever to really find the courage to see my GP. That GP didn't really take it seriously. So he looked at my penis and, and said, looks normal, looks good. It's going to be fine, Max. Sent me home. And uh, yeah, it just got worse and worse. Went to a urologist. I went to an excellent urologist uh, who not just believed me, but knew what to do. Uh, did a sonography and found that leaky vein. From there, I went through years of, first of all, trying all kinds of drugs on the market. You mentioned the big ones, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, in higher and higher dosages. They didn't work because the way these drugs are designed is like they increase the blood inflow. But um, yeah, if you think about that bathtub, it's just going to flow out no matter how much water you put in. And so I had to, yeah, I, I injected stuff into my penis, hoping that that would quote unquote reboot is, is what one doctor told me. 
It didn't work. I went through surgery twice where they basically tried to put glue into that leaky vein. It also didn't work and ultimately ended up in a doctor's office where a doctor told me I'm not going to have a, have an erection in my life anymore. Um, yeah. And that was the time or that was, it was the point in time where, where I really thought, screw you all. I'll take care of it on my own and, um, started to research what kind of experimental holistic ways there are to improve erections and potentially overcome my dysfunction. And that's kind of like how this started. And then I actually found two excellent doctors. One is, one is a co-founder of mine now, Wolf or Professor Beacon, uh, we've created a program for me combining everything that could potentially help. Everything from vacuum pump training, taking pills every night before I go to bed to have more nocturnal blood flow to on the other, other end of the spectrum, mindfulness, changing my diet. I did pelvic floor training. I did cardio training. I had an, had a, um, had an erection diary. I changed some, some lifestyle factors. And to be honest, I'm not hundred percent sure which of these things had what kind of impact, but a year later pills worked and over two years later. So I did that for five years, years in total, because I was, was scared at the end that that progress reverses if I stop going through that program. But like after over two years, uh, I could have a, have a, have an erection without any pills and drugs anymore and that's that's more than 10 years ago and uh i'm in a long-term happy relationship with my partner i'm I'm, i think i got really lucky um also i'm I'm lucky that i'm a stubborn person but like what i learned is that that you can take care of your health and also your intimate health also i'm super proud of of what we've built together also with with healthcare organizations with researchers from all over the world and um, yeah, you said in the in the in the beginning that we aim to replace Viagra and their cousins. I think we it's important to just to just note that drugs have their important space in the toolkit of of healthcare, but no one would would uh, would suggest to someone who has a depression just to take antidepressants for the rest of their life. I think it's established that people also go to therapy and mm -hmm. tackle the root cause. And that's who we are. We tackle the root cause. We're complementary with, with other, other aspects and other means medication, sure, sure, for sure. example, to, to, to tackle this issue. Sure. Well, thank you for opening up about your journey. And it's great to hear that you're, you know, translating that into trying to help other people. And yes, we we're being a little bit provocative at the top of the broadcast. So, so thank you for clarifying things. And we'll get more into that in a minute. I just wanted to ask you, digital therapeutics firms often offer digital treatments as subscriptions that are recommended by physicians with patients using them for a defined period of time and payers to reimburse the cost of usage. What's Regimen's business model? I mean, at this point, we're out of pocket direct to consumer subscription, and you can basically pay for a six month program. We also believe it takes a couple of months. So three and four of our clients see clinically significant progress within three months, but three months might not be enough for many and also is not enough to really change something in the long run. We believe ED is a chronic condition, so we believe it's important to take care of it in the long run. 
And obviously, we want to be part of um, healthcare services. That's why we are starting all the stuff that's necessary to really prove that we have our place, uh, including uh, clinical trials, including publishing research together with established research organizations. We're doing a lot of stuff that I can't talk about, unfortunately, yet. So I'm I'm optimistic that, that I can share more in the next couple of months. But like we started as a direct-to-consumer product and in many countries, people pay for Viagra out of pocket or in, in many insurance schemes. We think it's important that a product like Regimen is accessible for everyone, especially because erections are one of the key predictors for, for example, cardiovascular disease, heart attacks, strokes, but also for mental health issues. And we believe healthcare systems around the world can save a lot of money by really making use of the motivation of people who are struggling with erection to improve that by tackling the root cause, for example, improving their cardiovascular health. We're, we're in the process of talking to a couple of health insurances around the world to become part of their, their offering. Sure, sure. It's, it's a great point. You know, it's a ED could be a sentinel for other health problems, uh, as you mentioned, including cardiovascular health. And it costs $95 for a six-month subscription. For those who don't know, the DTX Alliance defines digital therapeutics as a new category of medicine that deliver medical interventions directly to patients using evidence-based clinically evaluated software to treat, manage, and prevent a broad spectrum of diseases and disorders. They're held to the same standards of evidence and regulatory oversight as traditional medical treatments. As such, they're considered legitimate alternatives to traditional pharmacotherapy. Max, can you talk about some of regimen of the regimen app's offerings? Absolutely. So, I mean, it's pretty easy to, to uh, compare ourselves to other categories. Ultimately, like there's so many diabetes weight loss programs out there that are functionally very similar um, to what we're offering. We're offering every single day something like a to-do list including exercises, pelvic floor exercises, uh, both for strength, strengthening and stretching uh, the, the area of the body, cardiovascular exercises, and some exercises that are supposed to just in, generally, in general support also testosterone uh, production. The exercise plans have been developed with some of the world's leading experts in the space. Then the entire course is designed as cognitive behavioral therapy program. So there is a lot of content to really empower our users to make the choices they want to make and to understand the choices they want to make, including lifestyle changes, nutrition. Um, we have part mindfulness and some tracking tools. And then in terms of personalization, we try to understand who will benefit from additional options, including vacuum pump training. That's something that comes from prostate cancer rehabilitation space to basically train the blood vessels. Sounds very much like part of an Austin Powers movie, but there is some decent research around it. And to be honest, we're also putting some effort into understanding what effect that could actually have, but we recommend it for people with a more severe dysfunction. We also offer evidence around, I mean, there's a lot of ev evidence around nutrition, but also there's some evidence around what kind of supplements can actually help. And we also try to educate people what kind of role pills 
could could have. So ultimately, what we hope we can offer the support they're getting is a companion that has all the resources, the knowledge, and the tools to really make progress. And we are measuring the progress people are making every four weeks. So what kilograms would be for a weight loss program is the international index of erectile function for us. That's what researchers use to, to understand if some factors, let's say like changing the diet has an effect. We use that for our program every four weeks to really understand what works and what doesn't work, who makes progress and who doesn't. That gives us the confidence that what we're doing is something that really, really has an impact on people's erectile health. So, I mean, if you want to go deeper into it, like the headlines are three out of four in the first 12 weeks, more in the, in the first 24 weeks, uh, more than 80%. And they're making, I mean, the, there might be a couple of nerds out there who know how the IIEF works. It's self-reported five questions and you, you get a score in the end between five and 25 points. 25 is a healthy erection. Five points is an extremely severe dysfunction. And um, these points are also classified into categories, like from, from severe to moderate, mild, moderate, mild, and no dysfunction. And our clients make one and a half categories. So five points on the scale on average progress within the first 12 weeks. And that's actually uh, my, my medical co-founder didn't believe me when I told him the data of the first, very first cohort that was quite similar, he thought I'd, I'd like I'd, I'd make this, I, I would make this data up. But uh, mm -hmm. that actually has manifested over the course of thousands of people going through the program. I was going to ask you what kind of results you're seeing. So thank you for addressing that. As such, your positioning regimen as an alternative to ED medications. How do you expect this kind of a messaging to go over with the drug industry? You know that. ED pills may no longer be the be-all, end-all when it comes to treatment of erectile dysfunction? It's an interesting question, and I'm asking myself that quite a lot. And we're also in conversations like with uh, people who are advocates for the, the drug industry to, to understand what they envision, how a future of healthcare could look from their end, because I don't think we're opponents. I think we can offer something that they can't, which is long-term improvement of all the factors that contribute to a healthy penis while really addressing the root causes and improving the overall health of, of our clients. And Viagra, Cialis, or like the generic versions, uh, do something entirely different. They, they're kind of like a crutch. And a crutch is oftentimes really important because otherwise you could if you break your leg, right? You, you need a crutch, otherwise you, you have to stay inside. But a crutch and a physiotherapist go really well hand in hand. The physiotherapist is though who really yeah, improves all the, all the healing processes. And uh, that's, that's really how I would like to work with pharmaceutical companies in the future. We'll see if that's possible. But I also believe like why our users stick with us is because we try to really refer to science, refer to the guidelines, refer to everything that we have access to explain it and being honest about pharmaceuticals and what role they can play is an, is an important part 
um, of helping people. Sure. Multiple technology vendors are offering digital treatments regarded as safe and effective as, uh, as subscriptions to personalized medication. Some of the earlier test cases, as it were, included Paratherapeutics with its prescription app for substance abuse disorder and Proteus Digital, the chip in a pill that was paired with an off-patent schizophrenia drug. What have you learned from the digital therapeutics firms that have come before you, both you know, right and wrong, that perhaps you've incorporated into your business model? I mean, we're inspired every day by femtech companies and also by the way non-binary people take care of their most intimate health because i think one of the biggest barriers for us and for intimate health around penises is that people really don't like to talk about it and are embarrassed and that's one of the barriers we really try to break uh, we also know that masculinity is changing and we like that and that there's, it, it offers an opportunity to really be proud of that you're taking care instead of being embarrassed. So in, in terms of what inspires us, I'm looking or we are looking as a team a lot at femtech companies, how they've been designing products, for example, just about the uh, around the periods. Periods 20 years ago was something people really didn't like to talk about. And I wouldn't argue that we're all the way there, yet still, there's so much initiative to take it out of the cabinet, right? And, and mm -hmm. uh, um, in terms of um, what we've learned from, from previous generations of healthcare products, I think we think a lot about how we can prove and that our product works. How can we really show based on the same scale as drugs that regimen works? It's not that easy. We can't give a placebo app to people. We have to be a little bit more creative. Fortunately, I mean, there has been a previous generation of digital health companies that have been dealing with these issues. And we're actually mainly learning from them in terms of evidence generation and our journey to really say with, with full confidence, we have a personalized solution for everybody who comes to us. It's not a silver bullet. It's something that really like helps you to address your specific issues. And, mm -hmm. and that's how we learn from these companies. Mm -hmm. As we said, you recently gained CE certification in Europe as a medical device. What about the FDA? Is this prescription grade software as a medical device that the FDA would need to certify before you start marketing in the U.S.? So to our uh, understanding, what we're offering uh, is a low-risk device, so a wellness product at the moment, yet we're going into the, into the direction of making much bigger choices for our clients, collecting data and learning basically what, what works for which kind of client. Which means, especially if we look at things like cardiovascular health, right? It's, it's something that is we need to take really seriously as soon as we can, can say with confidence, you should see a cardiologist and tell somebody else you are most likely going to be fine. Let's focus on the product and focus on your erection. And it's a massive opportunity, but it also means as soon as we're able to do that, and again, we're learning at the moment, we can't make these claims with full certainty yet. We're focusing on penises right now. There will be a point in time where we will have to work on regulation in, in the U.S. as well.
Biopharma companies are expected to invest in digital therapeutic solutions, enabling uh, DTX firms to subsidize the cost to patients. And in exchange, the pharma company provides marketing and access to patient data. Is that something that Regimen is considering or or are you more apt to go it alone, so to speak? No, I mean, we're open for everything that offers value to our customers. We're an extremely customer-centric company. We want to improve the intimate health of our customers and help them to really take care of it, no matter how embarrassed they feel about it. And there's no reason to feel embarrassed about it. So we're, we're open for any kind of collaboration that offers access as long as we don't have to sell the data of our, our clients. So we really understand ourselves as advocates uh, for the people who turn to us to, to find a solution for their, for their issue. And whoever comes along the way with a meaningful solution to help our clients or help their clients, we're open for every kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. ED is one of the most common intimate health issues worldwide, affecting about 150 million people around the world. And ED pills are still prescribed millions of times annually. Would you say you're looking to take share from the prescription drugs or grow the market? And and what are your expectations for the growth of Regimen? So obviously, we want to grow as quickly as possible. Regimen is used by tens of thousands of people around the world at the moment. And I hope that I can say next year, it's going to be in the hundreds of thousands of people. We do believe the market is growing. That's at least also what data says and it makes total sense. Our population is aging. And at the same time, I think we're all working towards addressing the stigma around it or combating the stigma actually. Both like pharmaceutical companies, as well as holistic providers. So we're looking at a growing market. And at the same time, we want to take the share of the market where pharmaceutical products are wrongly prescribed. And that's a pretty big share of the market. So if you talk to our clients, it's kind of like always the same story. Doctors prescribe Viagra, Cialis, or generic versions. And it might not even be necessary. They don't have a conversation with their patients it's just something that is not super lucrative to, to treat in many ways. Obviously, as a, as a company that is so laser focused on what our patients need to really optimize their health outcome, we want to take the share of the market where pills might not be necessary. Okay. One last question for you, Max. Viagra was the first and for a while the only ED drug out there before being joined by Cialis and Levitra. Do you expect competition in the digital ED space too? I hope there will be competition. I hope we can deliver the market, uh, we can develop the market and deliver a value to people around the world. I think, I think uh, competition is the best thing that can happen to a market, especially if it's, if it's growing and I don't want to be the only one who, who, and I know I'm not, I know there are other people around the world working on offering meaningful solutions with slightly different offering. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm happy when, when I started that, that that's the case. When I started working on regimen two years and a couple of months ago, People looked at me, also investors looked at me like 
men, quote unquote, men will always just turn to pills. That's not the case anymore. And that's not just because there's only regimen. There are other people also working on solutions around holistic solutions around the intimate health of penises, of uh, yeah, of people with penises, of, of people who have different issues in the intimate health health uh, sector like it's it's a growing category and i would be really sad if i would be the only one who would really try to push this forward okay well the u.s digital therapeutics market is estimated to grow more than three and a half fold reaching 4.5 billion dollars by 2025 which is a uh, compound annual growth rate of 29.8%, according to a recent forecast. And while we've seen several digital therapeutics positioned as a complement to drug therapy, whether the launch of Regimen proves to be as seminal an event as the launch of the Little Blue Pill two decades ago remains to be seen. That's it for this week's show. I want to thank you, Max, for joining us. Thank you so much, Mark, for inviting me to the show. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. And if you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up. Better yet, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and help others discover the show. The MMNM podcast is produced by Deborah Stoll, Gordon Thaler, and Bradley Weems. We're out every week. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. 